Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Good news for all the single people out there, Zach. I think I have uncovered a major flaw with all the dating apps on the market and a way to fix that major flaw. He's done it. I've done it. He's cracked the apps. He's finally figured out why he's getting no matches on Tinder. (laughs) And he's found a solution. It's called Photoshop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I don't have anything to talk about. No, look, I... I, Or is it catfishing? Did you get the photos of an international (laughs) model and use them as your own? No. This is a legitimate problem, I think, that exists out there. Now, you know that I've intentionally stayed single for a number of years now as a field study. Nothing to do with... uh, (laughs) Lack of interest. The ladies out there. No, no, I've intentionally... the choices they were making. Intentionally stayed single so I can get some (laughs) real experience in the field. (laughs) And I've done my research, and I think I've got a way to fix dating apps for everybody out there. If you're somebody who uses dating apps, who's considering going on a dating app, this is good news for you. They're about to get a whole lot better with my suggestions. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This show's had a massive missed opportunity, Dom. You know, when you're in a meeting, a conversation, maybe even an argument, and you're driving home and you think, oh, that's what I should have said, but it's too late. Well, are you talking like a joke, a punchline you should have said, an idea you should have come up with? What, that, what that could be it, or something yeah. you should have said in an interview, or sure. a comeback you should have said in yep. an argument. Right. Uh, that's happened to this show, because last night you were telling a great story, Dom, and it was an excellent story. Yep. Uh, it was a story about how you went to an Indian restaurant, you were the first one there, mm. so you sat down at a large table, yep. they brought out heaps of complimentary papadams, mm. you ate all the papadams, yep. then you found out that you were in the wrong restaurant and your friends were down the street. Yep. Uh, instead of asking, should I pay for these papadums, were they actually free? Sure. You snuck out and went to meet your friends down the street, yeah. and you never found out if you owed the restaurant any money for the papadums. If the papadums are free or not. That's right. That was my question. I was thinking about that story today, and I also had the song stuck in my head from Lady Gaga, Paparazzi. I'm your latest I see where you're going. That's when it hit me. Yeah. Uh, she says, Papa, paparazzi. Mm. I thought, could we do? Are these papadums free? <laughs> now. Uh, does that fit? I've printed out these lyrics here. <laughs> what I'd like you to do is just read through these for yep. Dom Faye's version of paparazzi, <laughs> recapping his story mm. about the free papadam mix-up. And we're doing this cold. Well, there's not, no, I, don't I just know want it... you to read through this. Okay, I just want to read through okay. this. This wasn't the plan. Yeah. I think that I've sat in the wrong seat. Yep. Are these Papa Darms free? Yep. Excellent. Baby. <laughs> this is lyrical. Gold. This is like a spoken word here. Yeah, yeah. Baby, my friend shouldn't be too far. Yep. I was just hungry. Yeah. Are these Papa Darms free? Yeah. Now, see, what you did last night when you told your story, yeah. it was great. It mm. was good. But I would think if you added a bit of music to it, yeah. And there was a few rhymes. It maybe referenced one of the biggest pop songs of all time, Lady Gaga over there. It yeah. could have just made your story better. That's why what I'm proposing, with the lyrics that are in front of you, yeah. with the 45 minutes we have until this show's over, mm. you hit the recording booth, we lay a track underneath, <laughs> okay. and we get take two at the Papa Dumb story. <laughs> well, do you really think, do you think it's going to make the story that much better? Yes! It's poppy! Should it, do we need, do all my stories need to have... A some sort of a parody of a pop song? No, not all of them, but this one is prime for it because paparazzi, papadums free. 
Do you see that? See, do you see what we're going for here? <laughs> no, I can I, look. I, certainly, I think there's a lot of potential. A lot Rarely of in yeah. life mm. do you get a chance yeah. to make good on a missed opportunity, and that's what the universe has given us today, Dom. Right. While I'm walking around, yeah. while I have Lady Gaga's paparazzi in my head, do you think that was for no reason? I haven't thought about that song for almost ten years, sure. and I think of it today, yeah. the day after you do the Papa Dom story. It's a sign. I'm happy. We to have do it. to do this. I'm happy to do it. You're gonna do it. I'll do it. I'll absolutely do it, Zach, because because do you know what? I was thinking when I went home last night, we put that, it was a great story. We yeah. put it at the it end of good. the show. It was good. And I was thinking that that whole story, that whole saga deserves more of a spotlight than it got on the show mm. last night. And maybe by putting it into pop song form, that's exactly what we're going to give it tonight. The new single, <laughs> Are These Papa Dumps Free? <laughs> by Dom Faye is going to be debuting on this show before midnight tonight. Dom, get okay. into that recording studio. Okay. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and we're trying to do a world first broadcast on this radio program. The problem is because radio's been around for so long, mm. all the world firsts are taken. All gone. That's why Nelson got in contact. Yeah. He had a great idea. Mm. He said, What happens if you did a live show from the middle of a roundabout? And we said, Hey, mm. I don't think that's ever happened before. It's not been done. And we dedicated a large part of last night's show, some might say too much of last night's show, to discussing whether or not we could do the show from a roundabout. Uh, there's a lot of problems, mm. uh, potentially a lot of legal problems. We never got to the bottom of it. That's why no. uh, overnight Cameron got in contact with us on Twitter. Yeah. It's a story that might be bad news for us, Dom. Well, it might be able to shed some light. Cameron does join us now. Um, now, I understand something's happened to you on a roundabout. Yes, sure has. I've got a funny story of um, getting yelled at by an undercover cop. Hang on. This is this does not sound good for us, Dom. Okay. Well, we were worried last night about whether or not being on a roundabout might be illegal. Have you got... Can you clarify for us, Cameron? Well, yeah. So, um, a few years ago, me and some mates were uh, just hanging out with our ripsticks and our scooters. Mm. Uh, thought we'd have a fun time on a roundabout, just sitting around up a tree. Sure. And... Um, this, this car drives past and we, we whistle at it as it kind of drives past and somehow it hears and um, suddenly stops and reverses back up the road and um guy jumps out, pulls out a like a badge and starts going like, Oi, get off the uh, get off the roundabout, you young kid. Uh, it's constable, I've forgotten his name. Yep. But um starts just yelling at us saying like, Oh, it's totally illegal and we were uh, we were freaking out. <laughs> right. No, this Jeez. doesn't sound good, Dom. This we have proof of a police officer. Yeah. A badge mm. and the word illegal <laughs> around hanging out on a roundabout. Now, Cam, you and your friends were up a tree. Do you think that was a yeah, circumstance well, that added to him being angry? Well, they were up the tree and he didn't actually see them. I was actually right. at the base of the tree mm. and um, and I was the only one who got caught. The funniest right. thing was that when he, um, when he got mad at me, he uh, kind of looked at the middle of the roundabout and there's three scooters, four <laughs> ripsticks and a bike sitting there. He's like, oh, well, you want to go get your things in and move them off the roundabout? <laughs> As if you've taken yes. eight different modes of transport. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. in case. You get eight uh, flat tires, you'll mm. have another <laughs> vehicle to take you home. Uh, question for you, Cameron. This is an important one. Yeah. Um, what was the punishment? Are we talking a fine or was it just a talking to? Well... My parents were actually inside a friend's house, which was like right next to the roundabout. Yeah. And um, his whole threatening was, do you want me to go inside and talk to your parents? You'll be right. in big trouble. 
And uh, that's all he said. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. I didn't know cops did that as a threat. Generally, <laughs> I'll talk See, to you because parents. I can put up with that punishment. <laughs> that's true. It's not a big fear of mine anymore <laughs> that my parents are going to be told. Well, if the if the the biggest risk we're running by going on a roundabout, Zach, is our parents getting told. I mean, that does affect me more than it does you. Well, Let's I was thinking in <laughs> your instance, yeah. it wouldn't really matter because your parents would be there. I assume. <laughs> that's true. Aren't they with you at most outings? <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. All right. Well, this this might be promising for us, sake because while we know that Cameron's been gotten in trouble for the illegality of being on a roundabout, if the only punishment is a talking to to your parents, that's not that bad, is it? I think it's a it's a it's one step forward, one step back. Yeah, I don't know if we're in any different position to well, where we were last night. I will ask Cameron. Cameron, having been someone who understands roundabouts like we do, what do you reckon, Cameron? Should we pursue this further, or do you think this idea should should close down now for our sake? No, I think I think you should go ahead with it. Just make sure you got those um, yellow safety vests. So if they do see you, they think you're um, your workers or something. And I think yeah. we'll add ripsticks yeah, to their nights <laughs> bounty. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Good news. Single people, uh, I have revolutionised dating apps, and they will now be flawless. Oh, a long time coming. I know people have a problem with dating apps, uh, yeah. particularly yourself, Dom. You're not getting any matches. Well, that's not true. You've said you've made that joke a few times while I've been talking about this. Yeah, well, it's not a joke. I'm getting matches. I've had a few. Also, you're having a better time this time. Yeah. Okay. I had a rough run on <laughs> Tinder a few years ago. Can we stop bringing it up? We've been over this. I used bad photos. Michael, our producer, help me. Anyway, okay. moving on. I'm going great this time around. The point is, there's a big problem with dating apps, in my opinion. Yeah. And that problem is, if you are chatting to somebody or, I don't know, you go on a date with somebody, you never know, unless you ask them, how they think it's going or how they think the date went. Yeah. Right, you never get like a gauge of the other person's response of it all. Right, yeah. so you're kind of guessing as you're going. Now, but this... isn't that just dating in general? I mean, that's a fair point. Maybe it's a whole. Problem. Maybe I'm revolutionising dating as a whole. But Good don't point. you get to the point where you say, mm, "What are How we? do you think this is going?" Well, maybe you do. I reckon you can get there quicker. And here's my idea, Zach. Yeah. And I think if Tinder, Bumble, happen, yes, I know them all. Are listening right now? Here's my idea: take advice from Uber. Five-star ratings. Here's my thinking. You go on a date with somebody, the moment you get home, something pops up, rate it out of five and leave a review. Mm. How much more would that clear things up for people if you got home and you saw Jenny, who you just went on a date with, left you a two-star review and said, get better fashion sense. Mm. (laughs) That's just a random example. That has not happened to me. But my point being, you would be so much more informed. You'd know, well, I'm not going to ask Jenny on another date. She gave me two stars. Here's the issue, though. Yeah. You're only going to have one or five, because if dates go well, mm. it's going to be five. True. But if you think of your exes giving you a review, yeah. <laughs> well, your ex isn't going to be a big fan, are they? Well, I mean, they might be a big fan, it just didn't work out on the occasion. I mean, that's possible. You are right. Now, look, there, there, there is that point, is that nobody's lining up for a second date with a three-star rating. Yeah. You're probably not going to pursue that. But I think if you got home from a date and you mm. checked your phone straight away and it told you, hey, Isabel rated you five stars. Boom. But I don't understand what this is solving because won't you figure it out pretty quick when there's no second date that it didn't go very well? (laughs) And wouldn't you figure out pretty quick if Mm. it did go well and you set up another time to see each other that it was going well? Yeah. I just I'm I'm not I'm not poking uh, holes in it. I feel like you are. Well, you know, I'm married, so Mm. I haven't been in the dating game for a long time. So I'm just asking questions. It just seems to me like this isn't a problem that you need to to solve. It's already been solved. Well, I think that uh, I think Uber's nailed it, right? Because yeah. on top of that, on Uber, you can leave reviews about what you like. Yeah. Enjoyed the music. Mm. Gave me a breath mint. Yeah. 
Well, that's what I'm afraid dating will go to. What do you mean? You're going to show up at the restaurant with some water (laughs) bottles and Mentos and be like, please give me a five-star review. You can pick the music. (laughs) I won't talk if you don't want me to. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Your life might be about to change forever. We're giving away one million dollar idea. Imagine what you could do with a million dollars worth of ideas. From us to you, tax-free, it's Zach's Million Dollar Idea. That's right, we are giving away a million dollar idea. Some (laughs) radio shows give away a million dollars. We turn our nose up to that because what happens once... You've used all the million dollars. There's yeah. nothing left. Where's the radio show then? Instead, mm. we give away one million dollar idea. You take that idea. The yeah. copyright's yours. The trademark's yours. You have to develop that product. Yeah. You sell that <laughs> yeah. product. And you can make as much money as you want. If you are new to the show, welcome along. Last week, Zach did come up with sand shoes, which were shoes with sand in them. Take your holiday with you. Yeah, so you always feel like you're walking along the beach. Yeah. Um, has that made a million dollars yet? Do we have an update well, on not that? Not in a week. Well, okay, I, I don't know. I don't know what your time frames are, Zach. It's kind of like reverse Shark Tank, <laughs> where we give the ideas away. Sure. All right. Well, I'm ready to hear tonight. I mean, I'm always excited, always optimistic. Thirteen ten sixty. If you'd like the rights to this idea, Dom, it is becoming winter. Mm, it's your hands, freezing. your hands get cold. Yeah. What are the options for gloves? There's mm. full gloves. Sure. There's fingerless gloves. But that's being really discri- uh, discriminatory towards yep. a certain element of your hand. That's okay. why. Do you, want, do you want the drum roll? I've invented... Finger beanies. Beanies for the tips of your fingers. Comfort is just at your fingertips. Okay, hold on a second. What do you mean, finger beanies? Well, I have a prototype I've brought in. Sure. Just... Okay. I'll just put it on. I'll hold it up. So they're basically finger puppets. No, it's a finger beanie. It's it's a finger puppet. It's the opposite of fingerless gloves. It's you... just the tops of the gloves. <laughs> I've made one for you as well. Oh, thanks. Put, put this onto your finger. I'm passing a finger beanie over to Dom. 131060 if you'd like to win the IP to finger beanies. The copyright can be yours. <laughs> you can go hold up it. your finger beanie and show me. <laughs> Does it fit you? What did you make this? Oh, hey, hang on. You've ruined it. It doesn't look like a beanie at all. Yeah, okay. I've curled down the edge. I didn't realize I had to keep that up. The, the prototype is kind of like a fisherman's beanie. Yeah. But you could do a slouch if you wanted to. You could probably have some different varieties. You, you could do like a yeah. uh, ribbed one. Do you sell a pack of 10? Is that how this works? Um, sure. Okay. Can I just say, in previous weeks, yeah. I haven't thought your million dollar ideas have been that good. Yeah. Yet the phone lines have lit up yeah. with people wanting the IP. Mm. We're about a minute since we said finger beanies. Yeah. We don't have a call yet. No, nobody wants finger I'm not I sure this one I think we're in delay. I think so. We're not in I think it takes a few seconds for the calls to come through. <laughs> I don't think it's... I'm, I'm not sure about finger What's beanies. What's wrong with like, finger beanies? Well, I, beanies when, for your fingers. Comfort is just at your fingertips. Never have I said, I'd like the rest of my hand to be cold, but just the tips of my fingers to be warm. Yeah, that's the bit that gets the coldest. The is ends it? of your fingers. Okay. Oh, well, if no one calls, I'm happy to have the idea myself. I'll make a million dollars. It's okay with me, guys. <laughs> All right, okay, look, I've given my two cents on it. But if you think give finger beanies... Give me your finger beanie back. You don't deserve it. Okay, have... Uh, you don't understand it. You've ruined it. Your fingers are too big. <laughs> Did you just cut that off a glove? Is no, that what you've um, done? Yes. Okay. But that's the prototype. That's how they work. <laughs> sure, right. Okay. <laughs> you know what's great about that, actually? What's that? This, you could then sell that as a fingerless glove. Yes. Double the profit. All right, 131060, if you would like the complete rights to finger beanies... 
You're going to give this away to one very lucky This could be listener. a million dollars. <laughs> okay. You could have a million dollars in your back pocket <laughs> and very comfortable fingertips. <laughs> so, look, we're about to give the complete rights, the copyright, away to somebody on 131060 if you would like to win this. We've got Carl in Victoria. Carl, you have an idea for the target audience of this. Yeah, well, I think you guys, well, if I was to sell it to mountaineers when they go on their great expedition to Mount Everest, I might might make a little um, money out of that and um, be able to turn around and say that I was the pioneering guy for finger beanie. That's right, Carl. And that makes a lot of sense, Dom, because when you're climbing a mountain, you might need the palms of your hand for grip, Yeah, but the tips of your fingers might be cool. I, you, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say I reckon they've got mountaineering gear pretty sorted. No, no, no. no. It's always getting better. I don't, I don't think that they would like your 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 cotton-woven finger beanies. They don't have to be cotton. Okay. You can make them out of whatever you want to make can them I out ask, of. We haven't chatted about this. How do you secure the finger beanie to the finger? Elastic? What are you talking about? Look, okay. I've got my prototype on now. Yeah, I reckon... Look, I'm flicking my finger around. It's not going anywhere. I reckon if you started climbing Everest, that's coming off. That yeah, doesn't well, seem... Well, okay, for the Everest one, we'd use tighter <laughs> elastic. Jeez, you shoot okay. down ideas uh, quickly. I'm just saying, I just want to make sure... You'd be horrible in a think tank. <laughs> Look, let's go to somebody else who could win this million-dollar idea. Asterisk, million-dollar idea. Monique on 131060, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I think they're a pretty good idea because mm. when, like, you're out playing sport and things, or well, you're not playing sport, you're watching the sport for your kids, yeah. and your fingertips are so damn cold, but yeah. you've already got gloves on. You put them over the top of the gloves. Yeah, you could do that as well, Dom. Okay, so, so this you is a be double an up. extra layer because your fingertips get extra cold. It's actually, not, you know, I can get on board with that one because we talk about putting layers on yeah. like numerous jumpers, yeah. but there's not layers in terms of finger protection, finger warmth. Do you yeah. know, so that's, and that's I mean, see, at the moment you're saying, mm. you know, by your logic, yeah. when you put a beanie on, you'd yeah. put a jumper on as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, I yeah, guess but, so. So therefore you can put a glove on it and a finger beanie over the top. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you're not right. following? You uh, don't follow? <laughs> I'll be honest. I feel like this is going levels intricate more than I expected. Okay. Well, you can but, tune out and I'll just talk to the investors. <laughs> we have Nikki on 131060. Nikki, you have a design idea for the finger beanies. I do. I was thinking you add like little pom-poms and cool patterns mm. and stuff. Yeah. That's like a great a idea. Beanie. As, you know, the pom-pom you put on top, Dom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a beanie. Yeah. You can do that on your fingers. And have... So, so Nikki, you're thinking less practical about warmth and more like a fashion statement for your fingers. Well, yeah. There are some crazy fashion statements happening lately. Why not finger beanies? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. exactly like, my, my point. <laughs> tagline there from Nikki. Can I just ask, Nikki, I always think this is an important question to ask. What are you doing at the moment? Are you working full-time? Are you a student? you got the time to give yourself to finger beanies? <laughs> I do. I've just finished studying full-time, and I'm just working part-time. Okay. Excellent. That's exactly the person we need, Dom. Someone who can really dedicate some hard hours to getting finger minis off the ground. Well, all right, Zach, I mean, this is your decision to give away this million-dollar idea and make somebody. I've made the decision, Dom. Yep. There's one person in this country that's about to receive a million-dollar idea. Their life is about to change forever. Hit Mm. the drum roll. Okay. Congratulations, Nikki from Melbourne! You've won yourself a million dollar idea! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I loved your enthusiasm. I loved where you're taking the product. Finger beanies are all yours! She's speechless, Zach. I guess I guess when you get a big giveaway like this, sometimes it can take you by storm. Well, congratulations, Nikki. You have the complete IP to finger beanies.
Coming to a store near you. <laughs> Let us know when you've made your first million. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, last time on the show I told you uh, that I... Went to the wrong Indian restaurant um, to meet up with some friends. I was at the one down the road from the one they were at and had that awful moment of them calling me saying, where are you? And me saying, I'm here. Where are you? Which sometimes hits. And no one ever picks up on that feeling straight away. There's always a little bit of back and forth. No, but I'm here and I can't see you. Yeah. Well, and in that instance, I had uh, eaten the five complimentary papadams before realizing I was in the wrong place. It complicates the situation. It does complicate it slightly. But I was thinking overnight that actually this is a situation I've somewhat found myself in before. Um, this is a few years ago. A friend of mine asked for help to to run a Bunnings barbecue on a Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so they said, come along to the Bunnings barbecue. We want you to volunteer. Oh. Um, it's raising money for for that for my friend's school that he teaches The at. first mistake is asking Dom to help with a barbecue because you're not going to sell any of their sausages. <laughs> just straight down the hatch. <laughs> yeah, it was before my I got diagnosed as a celiac, so I did help myself. How many did some, you have that day? Three or four. Yep. I did pay. Did pay. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I rock up to this Bunnings, um, setting up for the barbecue. And I didn't know anyone there at the barbecue, but I thought, well, I guess it's for the school. It's a fundraiser. So did you introduce yourself? Hey, I'm here to help. Yeah, I was sent along by, uh, I said by Mr. Kelly, asked me to come along and help for the sausage sizzle. Uh, so, so I, you know, cooking up sausages. I asked what they need me to do. I'm there for about 90 minutes and nobody I know yeah. has come along. <laughs> and are you making friends? Yeah, I'm making friends and we're chatting and I'm like, what is going on here? And this is when uh, one of the... One of the the other women running the barbecue says to me, she's like, so who do you know from the school? And I was like, I told you, Mr. Kelly. And she's like, is there a Mr. Kelly at the school? And they go around and they start chatting and they're like, isn't there Mr. Kelly? Who are you talking about? I get my phone out. Yeah. Eight missed calls. <laughs> right. Turns out there's another Bunnings remarkably close. I'm saying like less than a kilometer away in the same suburb. It's not in the same suburb. It's in the same suburb, Zach. I'll show you on a map. It is so ridiculously close to this Bunnings. And I'm at a different school's fundraiser. Right. So meanwhile, the school I was meant to be helping out, they're 90 minutes in one man down. This school's just got someone, basically they had no idea who I was. Oh yeah. I'm just seeing a map now. They do look remarkably close. Is that too close for Bunnings stores to be? This is a situation. Two Bunnings stores that close, both running school-based fundraising sausage sizzles on a Saturday morning. I don't think I can be held accountable for this one. This is a sitcom-style mix-up waiting to happen. Well, are you still in touch with anyone from that school? (laughs) Did you hit it off? Look, I didn't hit it off, but I'm going to be honest. I was in great form that morning. I reckon I raised $150, $200 for that school. What did you do at that moment? When I realized. When you realized. Did you pack up and go to the other one and explain to people? When I actually took the apron off and realized the apron had the name of another school on it. (laughs) And you know what? In hindsight, that should have been a warning sign. Okay. Well, no one I know is here. Uh, No one seems to be coming. They've never heard of the teacher that I've been talking about. (laughs) And there's a different name of a school on the apron. Yeah, well, the lesson. But you know what? If I give it five more minutes, someone might show up. <laughs> the lesson I learned from this, an important lesson for everybody out there, you can just help out at a Bunnings barbecue. Oh, why would they reject help? <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, no one, that's not a problem Bunnings have. It's not like a volunteers to raise money for schools. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to pass a big test. <laughs> it would you be... put your hand up and say, yeah, I want to do that. They'll be like, really? Okay, yeah, geez, come along. Right across. 
across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump's getting concerned about his cholesterol levels. I say, is this sucker ever going down a little bit? This is a little embarrassing. It was up 100, up 200, up 1,000, up 150, up 90, up 63. I said, good, that's better. Also, Kim Kardashian revealed how she reacted when she found out they were making Incredibles 2. I remember I was on the phone with my husband. We cried maybe on the phone for like three minutes straight. Like everyone was just crying. And Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull loves his favourite doll. We are each other's best friend and, and I'm always happiest when I'm with her. She c- came into the office today actually and I, you know, I could just feel myself lighting up. It was just so, so great. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google history. Dom, I think you can tell a lot about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week we go through your Google history, what you've searched. You don't know what we found. No. You don't know what we're going to read out. But you do have to explain why you searched what you searched. Can I just say, you have a bit of a mischievous grin on you right now. And I've only seen that once or twice before in Google history. And those were not good nights for me. Okay. So I, don't, I, <laughs> I didn't know I had a grin, Yes, but I, I'm not trying to, I don't want to give anything away. Okay, what do, you, what do you got tonight? Our first Google search was Friday at 4.07pm. Will I look like the Wiggles if I wear a skivvy? <laughs> <laughs> what coloured skivvy were you planning on wearing? <laughs> I found a red skivvy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> It was like marked down to ten bucks. Oh, okay, hang on, like not 60. in your wardrobe. No, 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 oh, no. in the shops. Okay. Yep. Marked down to ten dollars from sixty. Yeah, and it looked pretty much like the Wiggles get up, and like a like a Neck. turtleneck. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'd either look like the Wiggles or like a film director. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't like... think film directors wear red skivvies. No, not often red, are they? I mean, I, I, ultimately, I didn't buy it because, yep. uh, look, I couldn't find any answers there, but it did show me pictures of the Wiggles, and it mm. looked identical to was it. Who was the original red one? I think it was Murray, Murray. originally. I, I don't, don't know, know who it is now. That was the only one that came to mind. Yeah. Uh, but and I, I realized that probably very few people, very few fashion experts are basing their look on the Wiggles. Yep. And it would be hard for you because you love spaghetti, cold spaghetti, <laughs> but you hate fruit salad. <laughs> so that's a real conflict for you. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, so no, didn't buy the skivvy, but, um, but still, still on the lookout. If a yellow one pops up. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing you Googled Saturday at 1.15am, is my ceiling fan going to fall on me? <laughs> well, this, <laughs> this is surely one of the most relatable questions of all time. You can't tell me ever anyone who's got a ceiling fan, when you kind of see it starting to like, like, because they spin, they do a lot of spinning, mm. Zach. They do a hell of a lot of spinning. Yeah, it's almost like that's what they're designed for. <laughs> but I don't know how, how secure, what's holding it into the roof? How much do we, I, did, I didn't see it get installed. Mm. Maybe it may have made a mistake. Yep. I'm just saying, it feels to me like I'm not entirely sure it's being able to withstand what it's doing well, up there. Why are you using a fan in winter anyway? Oh, no, I wasn't. No, sorry, it was just sitting up there. It was a breezy day and I could see it blowing a bit in the wind. Yeah. And it just concerned me because I didn't want to, like, I felt like going to sleep with that on above me. So well, you wanted... have the information. You Googled it. Has a fan ever come off the roof? I'm going to predict no. I couldn't find any stories, no. Um, there was one person, though, who mentioned that uh, that they refused to use fans in their houses because they were terrified of it. They said there's no proof. It was kind of a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Like you've heard of flat earthers and stuff. I yeah. hadn't heard of anti-fan users, but they, they are out there. Here's a philosophical question for you. Mm. 
could you put so many fans in your house yep. that when you turned them on all at the same time, mm. it would lift your house off the ground? I mean, that just sounds like a slightly more high-tech version of Up, <laughs> to, <laughs> to be honest. But that's like, not a bad idea. I, I, I don't think they make fans out of the same thing they make helicopter rotors out of, though. Mm. I think they're different stuff. Uh, yeah, the, what's causing lift isn't the material. <laughs> yeah. Just FYI. Okay. <laughs> uh, the last thing you Googled was Monday at 11.25 a.m. How to get better at high-fiving. <laughs> Let no one say that Dom didn't have lofty goals. He's a man working towards getting better. His high five game isn't good enough. He needs to put in the hard effort. Okay, okay, take it back. And get better. Calm down. High fives are really hard. No, they're not. No, no, but they are to get them right. Like my consistency, I reckon one in ten is a good high five. Are you missing? Well, you're not missing, but you'll, like, get the side of a hand or maybe, like, your palm gets their fingers. Yeah, so you're not very good at high-fiving. No, well, evidently. And I just wonder if there's a trick to it. There is a trick to it. Mm. Apparently, if you watch the other person's elbow the whole time yeah. and they watch yours, you'll yeah. get a, a perfect high-five. Have you heard that before? Yeah, I was six years old when I was taught <laughs> high-fives. You were taught high-fives? Which school did you go to? <laughs> you just do them and you yeah. figure it out. People tell you to look at the elbow. I thought that was well known. No, I'd never heard that before. But I tried it with mum. <laughs> Can I just say, How we it nailed go? it. Flawless. How did it go? Flawless high five. I, if there's a high five Olympics, mum and I are going to enter as Australia's representatives. Okay, and guys, we'll bring home gold. If you're hearing this for the first time, if you're struggling with high fives, we have a positive message for you this evening. Yep. Look at the other person's elbow yeah. and your life will be changed forever. <laughs> okay, see, Google history is helping the world, Zach. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's a rare occasion where you get the opportunity mm. to set a wrong right. Yeah. To follow up a missed opportunity, last night on the show, Dom, you were telling a Papa Dom story. Yeah. You went to an Indian restaurant. You thought your friends would be there, so you sat down. You ate the complimentary Papa Dom's for the next half an hour, only to learn you're in the wrong Indian restaurant. Yeah. Your friends were down the road, and you snuck out without figuring out whether or not you had to pay for those Papa well, Dom's. I couldn't figure it out, Zach. Are the Papa Dom's free? That's the big question. But if you're not going to order a meal, are the Papa Dom's free or are they contingent on the meal? Great story, Dom. You did a great job telling it. Thank but you. I was just thinking today, I was like, yep. is there something more with that story? And I had this song stuck in my head. I'm your And I thought, that can't be a coincidence. Yeah. The day after Dom tells a Papa Dom story, paparazzi stuck in my head. I think this is the universe trying to tell me yeah. that Dom needs to sing <laughs> a version mm. of Lady Gaga that's about Papa Doms. So this is the big moment. 45 minutes ago, Zach wrote, he changed the lyrics to Lady Gaga's paparazzi. I'm your producer. Yeah. Yeah, because he's changed the lyrics to Lady Gaga's paparazzi to turn it into, are these Papa Doms free? The question is, is yep. this a better way of telling Dom's Papa Dom story? <laughs> well, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. for the first time live across the nation, mm. a young Aussie artist played for the first time on the radio. <laughs> this is Dom Faye with, are these Papa Doms free? This wasn't the plan, I think, that I sat in the wrong seat. Are these Papa Doms free? Maybe my friend shouldn't be too far, I was just hungry. Are these Papa Dubs free? 
Tears across the nation as people cry as they hear that song for the first time. It's moving people, Dom. It's making people laugh. It's making people cry. It's making people call their loved ones and say that they love them. Can I just say? Yeah. There are, I reckon, tens of thousands of aspiring, very talented, hardworking musicians around Australia who would kill for a break to be played on the radio, for their music to be played on air. And instead of giving any of those musicians a shot, we played 20 seconds of me auto-tuned singing about Papa Dumb. One more time, the <laughs> Papa Dumb song! This wasn't the plan, I think, that I sat in the wrong seat. Are these Papa Dumb's free? <laughs> okay, there you go. Papa Dumb's. Coming to iTunes soon. Are we going to release a full 3 minute 30 version? Probably be top 100 by the end of the day. <laughs> that is all we've got time for tonight. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collecting That on iTunes. You can hear the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.